Blog Talk Radio.
Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. The empress, a place where truth just is. No political correctness needed. Bring your heart in your ears. Let's tell it like it really is. The Empress speaks on Sundays and Wednesdays at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio. And tune in live on Blab to see the queen known as She. Call in live, 646-478-5625. It's where the Empress speaks and the Empress listens. We gonna get started then. This is the Empire with the Empress. I'm your host, and I have a special guest tonight with me, the CEO and uh, YouTube mogul. That's what I'm gonna call you, Philip of Advice Media Network. I'd like to introduce you to the listening audience here on uh, Blab.im. Thank you guys for uh, coming on with us. And if you could share this, because this guy doesn't even know. I've been watching him for a long time. I've been watching you on YouTube, uh, looking at a lot of uh, your interviews. And those are interesting, but it's interesting to hear what you have to say. And I was not even surprised after we had a short conversation the other day and decided to do this particular show. And tonight we're talking about uh, single parenthood from both perspectives. And I think that I would be correct in saying that most of the time when you talk about in uh, open forums or uh, in the media or whatever you read, it's always in the prose of the female. It's always with the mother in mind. But a growing population of single fathers are actually um, – Evident, and and we don't need to uh, ignore that as well. Fifty-four uh, percent of the American children are apart from their parents by age fifteen. Fifty-four percent of all the children in America spend a majority of their time with one parent rather than the two by age fifteen. And back in 2013, which was the earliest statistic that I could find, which is kind of sad because that's two years old, but that was the latest statistic that they had about the number of households that are headed uh, singly by fathers. And I thought it would be at least 20%. Can you guess uh, how much that percentage is, Mr. Phillips? It's 8%. It's only 8%. Right. And it's grown from 8%. Uh, to their expecting around 14% with uh, more recent polls, but that has been about uh, the highest increase in the number of father-headed uh, households with minor children under the age of 12 since the 1960s. So there's something definitely changing in our uh, uh, world, in our family situations. 
And for those of you who don't uh, know Mr. Phillips, why don't you introduce yourself to the listening audience first? about 
how you feel about that, because I think we kind of agree that it's a place that may not be appropriate for the uh, for the family splitting up the law and the court. Well, you know, the, the best course of action, even when you go through that, Yeah. You know, it, 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 it got a different scene. You know, my mother had did the same thing to my father trying to make 
misrepresented by your mom. Is that something that you just kind of put together? Because I find it true a lot of the times there's never a conversation to children about what really happened because they're really technically not, they're just a product of y'all coming together. And the situation that has broken is not the relationship between the children and the parents, it's the parents. So how, how did you come to feel or to know that? She had misrepresented that. Did well, you just figure well, it out? I've always been, like, I've always been analytical mm-hmm. my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I've always questioned people why. You can't just tell me what do this or why is that. Right. I always have to know the reasoning why you're telling me something. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in blindly following anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, used to say, why you always ask me why? Because I'm the non blind follower. Right. I, I understand that I'm, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I'm going to tell you something. 
I understand your mother. I'm not defending your mother, but I think it's very – that's why this is so interesting is because the things that we remember and the things that we carry into our adulthood uh, is very uh, much different versus a, a son of a of a separated family and my you know like me a daughter of a separated family I I got that same story and we didn't even talk about that I, we had that same situation so to to kind of speed up into that did you say yourself boy I ever get mad I'm not gonna be like my parents I'm not gonna have that I'm gonna do this thing differently or do you think that it was just kind of trying to take care of the collateral mutual issues, which 
happen to include the kids and you want to move from there. But my ex is sort of like your mom. And um, they do need, do you not think that they need to have, you know, I think your feelings may not get soothed, but you have to understand or else you will continue to have a question as to why. Did you never, when you divorced, say, I wonder why it couldn't have worked? Or I wonder if I exhausted everything. No, no, no. I, I have no wonder at all because I'm comfortable and I could try. Okay. Okay, so it's fair to say then that you do not have a the type of relationship you would like to have with your children's mother. If it was a good world, it's like I say, it would be a great situation like I was describing, but it's not like that due to the individual themselves. Mm-hmm. So I take it how, how it is, you know what I'm saying? Because the only woman i got to worry about, the only woman i got to be concerned with about her thoughts or Okay, so we've talked about child support, and you happen you feel that if there's not an issue and the support is there, um, then the court shouldn't be involved. What do you say about uh, there's one state, and I can't remember because I just don't even want to think about that because I think it's ignorant to have an accounting of funds. Like once you're put on child support, and most men who uh, have the uh, income to do so, they're put on child support uh, being the secondary parent and not lesser of a parent, but just the parent that gets less of the time with the child. So the parent who has the majority of the time with the child usually is awarded child support. Do you think that it's fair to the paying parent to know where that money goes? Or do you just say, you know, this is what you're going to get, and if you can't get what you need and what that child needs out of this, I'm sorry for you. How, how do you feel about that? Well, I think I would say knowing myself but most kids would probably feel more comfortable if they were auditing the system on what the money can be used for because, you know, you can just take a child for a car and go to the store. Just then. Mm. You, you can go uh, buy uh, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. outside of home, extracurricular activities, mm-hmm.
Okay, and and I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate, but a lot of the empress right now. Do you think that that same stance you would have if you were the parent with the children more in the majority of the time versus the other? Because um, I hear that a lot. Would you just say it? Okay, well you want to compare it. I Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of the time, the time, children don't like to see all that figuring and carrying on and, 
about the child. Still, it's about the child. So you're saying that I got to... Ch- 
Okay. See, I disagree. I disagree because if you only had to put up with the child, then you wouldn't have to deal with the mother at all. But the point that that child is in the custody of that mother, you have to deal with her. And there has to be a reciprocated respect for that alone. I'm not saying be friends. And no, she don't need to be talking about your wife. That's just disrespectful to you. But it's just, at the end of the day, if you think that you can just overlook her role as the primary caregiver, that's the same attitude she takes when she comes to ask you for something and you say, I ain't got to say nothing to you. This is about my child, and if you don't like it, just take me to court. You don't see that to be as being the same? Oh, 
Right. But that really shoots the sun. Mm-hmm. And as a man, most men are over the, the haircuts of their sons. And, you know, I can't stand all that, that boys group. We all uh, feminize and all that other stuff. I can't stand that. Right? Like, look, boys get to meet their mama anyway. Mm-hmm. That's just embarrassing. They need to be around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they got their father in their life. A lot of these black kids don't have their father in their life. Mm-hmm. He complains about the situation. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, really. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a bear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just call, and most of them want an email from you saying, you know, and a phone call saying that you want to come get them from the school that way they got to pay for it. 
Right. So, Well, I had a phone number, but the truth of the matter is, is the state and any state institution which the school is uh, uh, one, uh, so it's recognized on the same level, any parent that doesn't have custody, and in my case, he doesn't have, he lost custody, um, not because I fought for it, but because he lied under oath, and a lot of parents who are not able to prove custody is the same as a, as, as a stranger coming up to the school and taking the kids. Now, the only reason why I didn't, re- I was mad at her. I felt the same way you felt about her for real. But I felt like some very simple respect factors could have kept that from happening, mostly on her part, but even precepted on his part. Because I'm willing to bet you if we got the whole story He is the secondary custodial parent. He does not have a functional relationship with his ex. He has a new child that's probably got a functionality that's better or or much better than he had with his ex-wife, and he probably flaunts that in front of her. Um, and, And this is not an excuse for her being a fool. This is not an excuse. But a lot of the time, and even when it's a a amicable divorce and an amicable release from a relationship even when you're not married, it is very difficult for women in particular to watch a man have what they were supposed to have. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but especially when it's flaunted. I had that I had that issue. I had where Yes. When when the things that, and maybe flaunting is not the right word, when you're able to see someone living inside of the same minimal capabilities that you could have had, especially when you were a wife, a lot of men, and I'm not just spitting this out, but I've heard women say this in conversing with them and different shows that I've done, the very things that she asked of him in their relationship it's almost an automatic thing that he does in new relationships. And I've even seen some men with children that they don't do or care for or anything participate fully in a new relationship totally because there's this new woman. Now, the children are just children. I'm not saying that's the case, but, but this is, that's, I don't say that it's the truth. I'm saying that this is okay. Well, I'm pretty sure you can, but I'm saying I'm not saying that that's the truth. I'm saying when you don't have a healthy relationship and the ability to communicate with that other parent, whatever didn't work in your relationship that you know for sure looks like suddenly he's capable of doing it for someone who may not even be related to him. Because I've seen parents show up at games with their girlfriend's children, but a mother that they don't get along with say, I put the kids in this sport. Would you come and participate? I ain't got time to do that. I'll see them this weekend. As if I'm not... Right. I 
may have emotion and caring, and they definitely have a necessity for that person. And do, do you not think that some of what you're feeling as, you know, I don't care, she ain't got to be my friend, don't you think that that transfers into the child at some extent? Oh, no.
Because I know that statistics say that men of divorce marry almost two and a half years earlier than their counterparts if they do remarry. How quickly was it for you? Oh, let's see. <laughs> you kept your finger on your nose. So you, it was only a year and a half, and then you remarried. And how long were you married? Uh, See, that if I was your wife, I'd be mad too. And and not mad because you found someone, because I think that you're finding someone that quickly, in my opinion, it makes you a better dad because you're a loved man again. You know what I'm saying? If you are a happy, if you are a single man with no children and you're happy, Everything that you do is going to have that touch to it. So if you're happy in your marriage, I think that you're being a father is going to be happier too. But can't you understand why she's crazy? Because... www.theempress.com 
for when the empire speaks, the empress listens. I got this little message that came up and it's showing my call log, but there are not, there's no numbers in here except for me. And I do, I really don't think that that's working because I at least have block numbers every time I'm here, but I don't have not one. I don't know if they just don't agree with what we got to say or not or what, but what would be your best advice then? Um, Because I know the advice that I want to give to the ladies, and it's probably going to be probably something that you've heard before or expect to hear. Uh, What would you say to the men um, with regard to wanting to have a relationship with with their children? coming up so we can listen in and how can people get in contact with you? show this week and I only do two 
and I got an interview in the morning, and I'm excited about it. I can't wait for this interview. So this is what I do at the end of the show. I just break it into the Empress style, and we'll do that in just a few seconds. Hold on with me. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. Thank you so much, Mr. Phillip, for coming on the Empire and speaking with the Empress. And you were actually talking to Sharon. And no, I said it the other night, I do not have multiple personalities, but I do have an opinionated side of myself that is a spokesperson for more than just myself, but it has to resonate some truth with me. And with this, this is a topic that I think, um, get kind of swept under because nobody wants to talk about it, but a growing majority of families, any family uh, unit that's going to come together nine out of ten times, and statistically there are going to be children involved. So the very first thing we need to understand is if we're talking about the children, we need to make it explicitly about the children. I understand the attitude that a lot of men and some women take when the relationship has severed, I don't care about him. I ain't thinking about him. All I'm going to do is what I'm going to do for my child. I'm not setting him. I'm done with him. But the truth of the matter is this. When you're dealing with minor children, you have to utilize that uh, primary adult. That's just how it goes. Unfortunately, it's probably part of the reason why a lot of people don't want to cooperate. It probably has to do with some of the same types of issues and disrespect of why they're not in a relationship to start with. But the point I'm trying to make is that we have to get over ourselves. Like, I had to get over it because I left too. I left my relationship because this man was not a good husband for me. I don't like him as a husband. I don't know him as anything other than that because I wasn't even friends long enough with him. I went through the infidelity. I went through the abuse. I went through the best friend was in, you know, the other woman was my friend, someone that I introduced you to. And so I had to filter through all of those things and get to the bottom, which was if I'm going to have to still be a parent with this man, there's going to have to be a level of respect of his position in their life, understanding that he has been exited from mine. So anything that I hold in contempt of him as my ex, it filters through the children. I think that is very uh, hopeful that you can shut off all of your personal emotion and feeling and, and, and misgivings with that adult, uh, thinking that it's not going to transfer to the children. But the truth is, is that these children absorb the, the stress of the parent that they're most often with. I know being the person that has the children the most, that sometimes I'm not at my best. I say some stuff that I probably should not have, but what I've had to learn is that I can try my best to mask it, even when I have good days when I'm not saying anything crazy, because, you know, y'all say we all go crazy, and we do. 
we go up, up all the way too crazy because, first of all, we won't admit that we may not want the relationship, but the dream of having that family is, is, is destroyed. And it's not literally destroyed because we see it every day. And then when you add on the uh, addition to that other person taking on a mate that has children, it's hurtful. It's not an excuse. It's just an explanation. It's really, really hurtful to the women. And instead of just saying that that hurt, she tried to hurt back by trying to interrupt your relationship, by trying to use the children as a tool against you, by trying to drag you out and not let you see your kids. And any woman who does that, and thank God, I've never done that. I have never done that because what I did, and thank God he showed me early, my ex is an excellent father. He loves those kids. He loves them. And I almost had a moment of jealousy that he had enough sense and enough responsibility to them, cut it straight to the core. Just like he said, he cut it straight to the core with me because I left. And I wasn't supposed to do that. But at the end of the day, I had to absorb and mean what I said when I said I don't have to have a relationship with him, but I have to respect their love for that man. And anytime I'm disrespectful to him, either verbally, uh, by his request to see them outside of what we're ordered, like I said, we have a situation where he lost custody, so if I wanted to be one of those crazy women and vindictive and act like I don't know who he is, even if the children acknowledged him by the state laws, he is really a stranger. And whatever's written in our divorce decree, if he doesn't follow it to a T, he can be held in contempt. But there's nothing that I could sleep with in myself and soul knowing that those things are created to separate the family and would actually keep my children from a man that they absolutely love. So I have to put myself aside. When we say we, we're doing something for the children, we have to understand that positive parenting is the only thing that's going to work. And positive parenting is where you have a strong responsibility and you increase your dependability factor with that other person. And that sounds like you got to be friends with them, but it doesn't. If you're going to co-parent and you're going to work out the best situation for children of divorce, you've got to work in concert. There's no way for you to work solo. And there's, you know, because I've heard men also say, if you don't want to do it, just bring them over here. And I got it. That sounds great. But when that actually, the processes that it takes for that to happen is unnecessary if we both, then I would so be okay with having you know, to be able to just feed myself and clothe myself and do that and then every other weekend worry about the children. But my soul won't let me do that. And I I actually hurt a little bit because I know there are some things that I'm experiencing with my children that he's never going to be able to recapture. So it's not so much the person. We have to release the relationship that is lost, and we have to feed the relationships that we say are are important to us and if we say that the children are important, we have to understand that. One other thing that I wanted to say, and we kind of touched on it about the stresses that children of divorce actually feel uh, in psychology, there is an effect that they have that transfers, and it's usually represented by academic struggling or failure, where an A student suddenly becomes a C student or a mild-mannered child you, uh, starts to have discipline problems, but sadness, anger, 
loneliness, violent behavior, and feelings of abandonment are very common but manageable uh, emotions that children have. And sometimes, just depending on how young they are when, they, when you divorce, sometimes you don't even know that they're having those issues until you're well past that point. So the children um, are overstressed, children get overworked, children get disgruntled just by being in the presence of a parent that has those same attributes. And we're usually more apt to, uh, those children are usually more often in later life uh, persons who struggle with uh, sometimes psychiatric issues, and but particularly addictions, and addictions of all kinds, food addictions, drug addictions, sex addictions, unhealthy relationships. When that child is not um, reared and um, experiences the both of the parents that made them in the correct positive way, we do our children a disservice. So I'm going to play this song. We're going to end this show a little bit early, and then we're going to go to Blab. And if you want to meet us on Blab, we'll be on Blab for a little while, because I'm sure um, some other people may have something to say. But um, we can only be stronger after we put as much muscle and, and as much uh, positive effort into our children's lives. This is the Empress as the Empress speaks.
boy with anything But I'm strong I'm still missing pieces after everything But I'm strong Can't believe it cause she said she'd never leave But I'm strong But if she 